Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The recipe to a blowout, and we've seen it a half dozen times just this century. If the other team can't block you, you're going to kick the hell out of them. The Ravens, the Giants couldn't block them 20 years ago. That thing was a laugher. The Raiders couldn't block the Bucks. 20 years ago, a laugher. With the, the Seahawks, the Broncos couldn't block them. That game was over immediately. Last year, the Chiefs couldn't block the Bucks. That game was over. The Broncos, the year they won it with Peyton, that wasn't a laugher, but Carolina only got to 10 points. Why? Because they were starting Mike Rimmers at tackle, the same Mike Rimmers the Chiefs had to start last year. Damn it, I'll never get over that either. But you can't block okay. them. You're not playing Ryan Tannehill on the other side of the ball this time. That is from Fox Sports 1's First Things First. Our next guest, my good buddy, Nick Wright, with us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Nick, I'm worried. We're both very, very confident on the Rams. That means Joe Burrow's going to be hoisting the Lombardi Trophy in about 10 hours. Oh, don't say that. That's not true. You and I have been red hot this year. Red I know, hot. but Nick, I went 0-13 on my Super Bowl bets last year. I'm scared. Well, yes, because they're all correlated. Because you thought the Chiefs were going to win and Mahomes are going to have a big game. Yes. I understand that. But that's the thing is you and I don't like to diversify our investments. We're big Never. on we're big on we're either going to have a great day or an awful day. So the 0 for 13 sounds worse than it actually is. What it really means is you got one major thing wrong, and because of that, you missed everything. That's fine. You're not going to get it wrong this time. Here's the thing, Danny. The Bengals are not very good. That's the thing. How about the Bengals? There's a good chance next year they don't make the playoffs. Like the the Super Bowl loser that then the next year takes a big step back, that's what we're going to be talking about. I Everyone's like, oh, my God, Joe Burrow – he was sacked 51 times this year, and he's, and he's in the game. But go through that game log and look at the games where he was sacked five-plus times. 
except for the Titans playoff game, they lost all of them. Didn't your your terrible Bears and Andy Dalton beat them yes. in like week two? Yes. Yeah, the Jets beat them. They, they got blown out by Cleveland. Why? Because they couldn't block them. Like, I don't know. I, I, I really like the Rams today. I don't think the Rams are great, but I really like them today. Yeah, I, I think that it's a terrible X's and O's matchup. You've got Jalen Ramsey to keep Jamar Chase and or T. Higgins under their season average, and then you've got the Rams defensive line against the Bengals' offensive line, which is atrocious. Stafford does scare me, though, man. Like, Stafford had three multi-interception games the last three games of the regular season. He could have that type of Ryan Tannehill game this afternoon. See, I don't think he can have a Ryan Tannehill game this afternoon. I think he could throw a pick, but I also think that I, I, the only thing that makes me a little nervous about the idea of this being a true Rams blowout is I think McVay might get conservative out of fear of that. Yeah. But the Bengals, like, I just do – you, do you think the Bengals have looked super impressive in any of their playoff games this year? I understand, but would be like, oh, Nick, the second half against the Chiefs. Go watch that second half. The Bengals are going three and out multiple times to start the second half. It's just that the Chiefs could not get out of their own way. Like, they – I didn't think they were amazing in, at any point in that game. They obviously were not amazing against the Titans. And the Raider game goes to overtime if Derek Carr doesn't spike it on first and goal or at least throws it into the end zone once. I just – I don't know, man. I have not been that impressed with this team. Listen, I'm with you. You know what I mean? I'm just – I'm trying to play devil's advocate here and see if we're missing something. You didn't go back and re-watch the Bengals-Chiefs game. You didn't do that God, to yourself, no. did you? No, of course not. No, I'll never watch that. It's just like the Super Bowl last year. It'll never be watched again. Okay. Uh, I still can't believe the Chiefs aren't in this game. And by the way, you know what? For all the people that you know, sit, you know, get annoyed with me or get annoyed with the Chiefs or all that, can we just be honest? This week would have felt a hell of a lot bigger if it was Chiefs-Rams than the game we currently had. I felt like the NBA trade deadline got more oxygen than Super Bowl week. Now, part of that, I think, is because I don't think big cities should host the Super Bowl, like giant cities. I, you know, people in L.A. were telling us that like, it felt like the Super Bowl in New York about a decade ago, where it was just like a thing that was going on, not the thing that took over the city. But I didn't feel like there was a ton of as much hyper lead up to this game as the last handful of Super Bowls. Also, because they, you know, there was a they did like high school style pep rallies, and you know the Bengals put like thirty thousand fans or something like to see the team playing off. The Rams had like two thousand people show up. The the, the the Rams don't have a fan base, which is I think a huge part of why there wasn't a lot of buzz this week. No, I think that's fair. But speaking of fans, I also do think that the home field advantage matters. And I don't think it matters because of crowd noise. I think it matters because of comfort. And I think the fact that the Rams have not been on the road since week two against Tampa, and they've been able to be in their own houses and on their own schedule, I, 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 think, it helped, uh, I think it helped Tampa in the Super Bowl last year, but that game probably it wasn't going to change things. And I think that legitimately helps the Rams this week. 
I think that's just so tough to quantify. Like they they stay at a hotel during the regular season when you're at home, so they're staying at the same hotel for the Super Bowl. The the pregame's longer, the halftime's longer. The I mean, I guess they get to be in their own locker room if that matters to you. But I just how the hell am I supposed to quantify something like that? Well, I don't know. I just feel like you're sharper when you don't have to fly. You're sharper when you don't have to travel. I just think that that is a. I think home field advantage. Some of it is crowd noise, but the other elements of it are just the comfort of knowing the ins and outs of what you're doing and the comfort of being able to wake up in your own bed in the days leading up to it. Like, I think, I don't know, to me, that, that, that is, let me put it like this. The line hasn't moved to four and a half everywhere now. It was four most of the week. I'm seeing it four and a half most places now. But regardless, I think, I think it's worth a point and a half that the Rams are at home, and I don't think that's really being factored into the line. Nick Wright of uh, First Things First, Fox Sports 1, is our guest. Do you think Odell Beckham Jr., your guy, is having a renaissance? Is, is he playing close to his prime, or will he never get to that level again? I don't think he's as explosive or as fast as he once was. I think the lower leg injuries have really you know, have hurt him in that regard. But I do think what was always underrated about Odell is he was a brilliant route runner. And, you know, the wide receivers will tell you his releases off the line of scrimmage are some of the best in football. That clearly hasn't gone anywhere. And I think Odell has also shown us that, you know, when there's a payday on the line, he's at his best. And right now there's a payday on the line. So I think that's noteworthy and and worth something. I just think it's interesting because people keep talking about T. Higgins to Jamar Chase. If Odell Beckham is your number two and he's 85, 90% of what he used to be, there's an argument he's the best number two receiver in football. And there's a lot of really good number two receivers, but I don't feel like he's getting that type of attention this week. No, I agree with you. I think he is. Who else could be the best number two in football? I thought it had to be Odell. I mean, like Thielen and Jefferson is pretty damn good. Amari Cooper and I think he's better Lamb. than Thielen. I, I don't I, – uh, Amari Cooper I don't think is great. I think he's better than Thielen. I, you know, I think that – I think he's clearly the best number two. I think there's only eight teams in the league where he wouldn't be the number one. He just happens to be on one of them. You think there's only eight receivers in football better than o- this version of Odell Beckham? Well, all right, let's do it. I, I did this on the TV show the other day. There was, there's four in the AFC, four in the NFC, where he's clearly not the number one. I'm going to see if I can do it off the top of my head. The Rams, obviously. The Vikings, obviously. The Packers and the Cardinals. Those four, no question about it. In the AFC, the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, and there's one more awesome receiver that now I'm forgetting about. To me, those are, I'll think of it at some point, those are the obvious ones. But then we're like, would you rather have Odell than CeeDee Lamb? I think, that's, I think that's a coin flip. Would you rather have Odell than Mike Evans, given Mike Evans' availability? I think that's a coin flip. I think he's somewhere in the 9 to 13 range as far as receivers in the league. Yeah, yeah you, I mean, would that's... you rather have Odell or, or Keenan Allen? Like, do you, you feel like that's an obvious Keenan Allen? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Keenan Allen's like more consistent, you know? like I. The oh, A.J. F- Brown was the one I forgot. He was the eighth. I think, I think A.J. Brown's clearly better than Odell. 
What about Debo Samuel? Well, Debo, I would rather have Debo Samuel, but that's, to me, not a wide receiver question. Does that make sense? Like, I think Debo Samuel's a better player. But if I'm talking about just what they do for me as a receiver, I think as far as what Debo Samuel does for your football team, you know, he might be more valuable than DeAndre Hopkins. But he's not a better receiver than DeAndre Hopkins. So much of his value is as a running back. If if Odell Beckham is back up to that level where he's a top 12 receiver in football, then he's definitely not getting enough attention uh, in terms of what he can do at this point. And I then, I mean, man, Rams blowout to bring to go back to where your the clip is that brought us into the segment. Like, if Sean McVay gets conservative, fine. But like, what type of final score in game scripts do you think we're looking at here? I don't think the Bengals can get to twenty. Okay. So I don't think it's a blowout because the Rams score forty. I think we could be looking at twenty-seven to ten. You know, twenty-eight to thirteen, something like that. I just think Cincinnati it, they is really going to struggle to score. I mean, they struggled to score against the Raiders. They had, you know, one of their touchdowns was that premature whistle that we've all forgotten about. They scored one touchdown against the Titans. And against the Chiefs, they had three points for 29 minutes. And then they score on that busted screen at the end of the first half. They get another touchdown after Mahomes throws that pick uh, inside his own 20. Like, I just, I don't. I, I, everyone loves Chase, and Chase is awesome. But is there any team in the league better positioned to sh- slow him down than the Rams? I don't think so. No, and I by agree. the way, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Ramsey on Chase. I would put Ramsey on Higgins one-on-one and just double Chase the whole game. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to telegraph it that way, like either way. Like I think that sometimes sure, he's – He's going to follow Chase. Sometimes he's going to, you know, they'll single uh, Higgins. And, like, while we – I was looking at some of the numbers from, like, next gen. The most he shadowed someone was Mike Evans, and it was, like, 70% of the time. And, obviously, that's a great stylistic matchup just because Ramsey's big and physical and all of that. But even if he's on Jamar Chase 50% of the time, that makes me want to lean towards Jamar Chase unders because Higgins is awesome. The Bengals start slow. They're going to try to establish some semblance of a running game. And, like, sometimes they forget about Jamar Chase, and he only has, like, three targets through three quarters. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we've got a top five receiver in football. So I'm on Jamar Chase under receiving yards in the first half. What prop bets do you have? Oh, Where's I your like money that. In this game? Oh, that's – all right, so that's interesting. Under in the first half. That's really interesting. So I didn't even think about that because I was thinking that if I'm right, that this thing is a three-score game in the fourth quarter, then maybe a guy can get some, you know, they're going to be throwing get garbage, some garbage time. yards. Yeah, yeah so, so um, my, I, I, did, I did chase under in the first half. I did first half under. Like, I, I think I'm going to probably end up with a game under bet, but in terms of, you know, it's, it's scary to, to fade Jamar Chase in any way, but I feel like the first half's a little safer. Yeah, no, I think that's really smart. I Listen, I'm right now having trouble finding, like, I, I'm for some reason having trouble navigating some of these apps. I can't find how to bet on MVP. I don't know why. I that's can't find how to bet on exact score. No, I, I no, honestly, you want to know what I honestly think, Danny? I'm going to tell you the truth. Oh, here we go. I think because I've been crushing the books so much these playoffs, I think that they've restricted what I'm allowed to bet. 
because oh, it's yeah, not and, all and, and where they decided to go was limiting you on exact score that pays like 150 to one. That's what they. Well, yeah, they, of course. Yeah, I would think they'd want to limit their downside on 150 to one, you know, shots. But all right, so here's where I'm at. Um, I've got in this is not in order of confidence. This is just an order that I'm looking at. Rams team to record first sack at minus 158. Rams over three and a half sacks at minus 105. Rams over six and a half sacks at plus 1040. My favorite bet, double result, Rams halftime, Rams win at even money. Um, A 38 to one single game parlay. You want to hear this masterpiece? (laughs) Of course I do. All right. Rams win the first quarter. Rams second half minus two and a half. Rams game minus 13 and a half. So all three of those super correlated. Yeah. Odell at least 70 receiving yards. And then the way we get this beauty, the th- plus 3765 is Joe Mixon anytime touchdown score. So that'll, you know, that, that that'll pay for a trip to Costa Rica. Uh, then a different Rams single game parlay, the same one, except for no Odell and no Mixon. Rams game minus 13 and a half. Rams first quarter winner. Rams second half minus two and a half. That's plus 470. Um, Odell to have at least four catches. That's plus 104. Uh, And then a big bet on Rams to score first and win at plus 122. In fact, I might need to make that bet bigger. In case anyone listening is wondering why we get along so well, it took him about 90 seconds to run through all of his bets, and you invariably and inevitably will have more bets uh, by kickoff. Do you think there's any chance that Sean McVay is going to join your field at the end of this game? What, retire? Have you seen these reports? No. Dude, there is talk. Andrew Marshand wrote it during the week that Sean McVay is interested in television. There's talk that he's going to maybe do the John Gruden thing and just take an eight-figure TV job and then start a family and come back and coach in a decade. Like, is there any shot at this in your mind? Oh, no. that's So I hadn't seen that, but my immediate reaction to that is that's just leverage, right? That's just Sean McVay, if they win, wants to be the highest-paid coach in the league. Probably. Right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think they traded a lot of first-round picks, and at some point the bill for that will come due. Do I think he's done yeah, this year? but not year? next year. No, no, he I agree. do next year. I, I agree, but do I – in five years, is Sean McVay in television or on a sideline? I don't know. I don't I – don't, I, I think that the, there's so much damn money – in TV now with Amazon getting in and all of that, like in Tony Romo's contract, I do feel like the uh, there's not many evolved football coaches, but there's a market for an evolved, successful football coach to go make eight figures and golf four days a week. Yeah, listen, I'll be the first to tell you, um, never underestimate uh, the amount of money in TV and the ease of television. <laughs> I, I, I like. Let me tell you, it is a good gig if you can get it. Um, so I'm not. I, I wouldn't like. I, I wouldn't advise him against it. I just don't think that's. He's younger than I am. Like Correct. the John Gruden thing is. Like he, Gruden wasn't this age. John Madden was. You know, 
very, very young when he walked away. But, I no, I don't think that's going to happen. I personally, I don't know. All right. Anything else? Any? I mean, you can't find MVP vet, uh, bets, but uh, any, any no, halftime bets, me, anything else? I can't. Uh, no, I mean, you have, I don't know if you're sharing it with your listeners. You have inside information on some of this stuff. You probably should tell them. I mean, yeah, I, I mentioned, I mentioned of, if you can find a place to, to bet on lose yourself, uh, to be, to be the first okay. song. That sounds like a, that sounds like a pretty sharp bet. The, the, the legal books don't have it though. So you got, you got to have an offshore account to, to make some money on lose or just yourself. Bet but. it with a friend. That's not actually your friend. Just bet <laughs> yeah, it with someone you know and that you just want to screw over. Someone um, who you're willing to rob, bet lose yourself to be the first song, yes. Yeah, I don't bet halftime bets anymore because three years ago, I bet no on would Jennifer Lopez uh, show butt cleavage during the halftime show, and I feel like I got screwed out of that one. I felt like the ant she clearly didn't. They said she did, and it really made me mad. So I'm out on those. That's a tough one to recover from. Nick, I'll call yeah. you after the show to walk you through your apps. I yeah, understand, man. Legalized yeah. sports betting is new in New York. I get it. I, I'm telling you, Danny, I'm going to screen share with you. I'm telling you, they have blocked me from being able to bet MVP in this game. They've, they've blocked me from it because they know how sharp I am. Talk to you later. See you, buddy. That's Nick Wright. First things first, Fox Sports 1. Watch him every day. He is the goods. All right, we're opening the phones back up. I am not too proud to take advice from you. Someone DM'd me a couple of bets during this segment. I give you everything that I'm trying to make money on. You tell me what you're making money on. People helping people. It's powerful stuff. Parkins Playoff Show on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think what you do to get over it is you look at yourself in the mirror, you take accountability, and then you keep it moving. I think as a competitor, you have to be able to handle those tough moments, and I'll never run away from the fact that I didn't do a good enough job for our team, you know, within what I feel like, you know, my role and responsibility is to these guys. I think you say, okay, if you had it differently, you know, what are the things that you learn as far as the decision-making, the adjustability, the ability to be totally in the moment during the game and be able to make those adjustments quicker than what we were able to do and, and how you approach the two weeks of preparation. But whether it was a game like that or whether it was a game from a couple weeks ago, you're always trying to learn. You're always trying to evolve. You know, and I think you want to be able to learn from previous experiences but not allow it to, to you know, to inhibit your ability to be able to move forward. <laughs> 
That's Sean McVay. I'm with Nick. I don't think he's retiring after this game, but I do think that there's something to be said for the money in TV is stupid right now, and there's a lot of stresses on the sideline, and maybe he wants to get eight figures to not have to work that hard and up his profile and then come back uh, in the future. So a little subplot uh, on the coaching staff for the Rams. He really felt like he blew it in that Super Bowl uh, where they lost 13-3 to the Patriots. And uh, as an offensive coach, even with Jared Goff, your team only puts up three points, you did blow it. Said he psyched himself out going up against Bill Belichick, uh, overprepared, did too many things that uh, were not their bread and butter, and he vowed to make up for it this time. So a little bit of unfinished business for Sean McVay, even though the rest, uh, the coaching staff is largely – uh, not the same as the time that the Rams were here just four Super Bowls ago. But uh, want to hear what you like in the Super Bowl. Where's your money? What do you have going on? My man JT sent me a DM on Twitter uh, wanting me to touch on the, the T. Higgins props, saying that uh, you know he's got T. Higgins over 68.5 receiving yards. He saw it get up to 71.5. Since the bye week, Higgins has one fewer catch than Jamar Chase and only 74 fewer receiving yards, more yards run per route. And he gives his whole explanation, including saying that Jalen Ramsey, he thinks is going to be on Chase the whole time. I don't think that Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Jamar Chase the whole time. I don't think that the Rams want to be that predictable because if you do follow someone – a hundred percent of the time it starts to get a little easier to understand what types of defenses you're playing and almost all defensive coordinators want to disguise their coverage and you know you could put Jamar Chase into the slot and that's going to reduce it and the most he ever shadowed someone was Mike Evans and it was about 69 point something percent of the time which is a huge number by the way so I don't think I think that T Higgins is going to get some Jalen Ramsey I think Jamar Chase is going to get some Jalen Ramsey but Jalen Ramsey is a difference maker uh, on either one of those guys. But T. Higgins is awesome. Uh, I liked him coming out of Clemson. I thought the Packers should have drafted him. I think that overs on Chase or Higgins are not bad bets. I just don't think that Joe Burrow is going to have a whole heck of a lot of time in this spot. So I'm not. I'm personally not investing in that direction. 312-644-6767 is the number. Sell me on a bet. Sell me on where you want you think the money should be. I'm not about I'm not I'm not listening to JT. Good luck to him, but sell me on uh, on what you like. Mike in Oak Lawn, you're on the Parkins playoff show on the score. What up, Mike? Hey Park, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Uh Sony Michelle, five point five rushing attempts over or under with that two back running back combo they have. Well, where where do you have a player? Or are you looking for my for my opinion on it? Well, I made that play. I did the over, but you did the over. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I my lean would be the over, and I got I'm going to pull up his game log right now as as we talk so that I can see just uh, how often he's done it. Here's the, my my first thought is he he gets more goal line carries, and if you think that he's going to get in, uh, if they're going to get down towards the goal line and going to give him uh, some shots at it, then he'll go He'll go over the number. He has 24 postseason rushing attempts, which suggests that he does go over. So he went, he had 
10 rushing attempts against the Niners, one against Tampa, 13 against Arizona. Um, yeah, five and a half rushing attempts for Sony Michelle. I think that they're going to be winning the game. Um, so I think that they're going to be trying to salt it away and ice the game late. I'm looking through this here. Finished the season with 21, 19, 27, 18, 20, and 24. But obviously that was before Cam Akers, who's looked a little bit better than him. That's really good, actually. Five and a half rushing attempts. And he did it in the last six games of the regular season and two of the three games in the postseason. So Sony Michelle's gone over five and a half carries in eight of the last nine games that they've played. That's what I'm talking about. That's very solid. I like that, Mike. Let's keep it going. 312-644-6767. When this show ends, or maybe even in the next commercial break, little Sony Michelle rushing attempt over, courtesy of Mike in Oak Lawn. I respect it. Rich in Old Town. Rich, you're on the Parkins Playoff Show. Sell me on a bet that you like. Hey, Puck, I got three that are my favorites. Okay. I'm not sure because I got in late if these were mentioned previous, but I'll go through them really quick and I'll give the logic behind it. I think your assumption is right. My assumption on all of the prop bets, and I'm taking Cincinnati, but I think they're going to be playing from behind virtually the whole game. So that kind of sets up what I'm interested in. How about this one? McPherson, the kicker, whose money over one and a half field goals. What price did you I get it at? I love that. What uh, price did you pay? Uh, m- minus buck and a quarter. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Not bad. Cheap, even though you're laying some wood. Uh, but the the others I like. Here's a good strategy. 31 of the previous 55 Super Bowls MVP has been the winning quarterback. Yeah. So, so here's what I did. I took both Burrow at plus 235 and Stafford at plus 145. If either one gets it, I'm in the money either way, even with the loss on the other side. Well, if – yeah, if – but, okay. I mean, but you obviously bring in a tremendous amount of risk if it's anyone else, right, if it's a defensive you know, – I'm not, I'm not saying bet the ranch. <clears throat> I'm just saying if you want a nice little small play yeah. and you got one winners out of, out of 55, that's good. The other one I, I picked up from a really good handicapper, and I didn't realize this, and I'm pretty big on rolls. But how about this one? Stafford over three and a half rushing attempts for the game. Break containment, broken play. And this is what I didn't know. Kneel a downs. kneel down at the end of the game is a rushing attempt. Yep. Yeah, if you think the Rams are going to win and they're going to be icing it away comfortably with yeah. kneel downs, that's that's a good one. I, I know a lot of people that are, that are playing that. Um, I have not made that bet. But, yes, ru- uh, kneel downs are rushing attempts. That is a yep. – it's 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 a it's a weird one to root for, um, but I actually I appreciate the call, man. Um, I don't like playing both quarterback markets on the MVP. I'll just say that right now. Like, if you think the Bengals are going to win the game, I would rather bet Burrow MVP because I do not see an outcome here where the Bengals win the game and Burrow is in the MVP. Remember who votes in these awards? It's media members. So narrative absolutely comes into play. You can add up the coverage that the other 52 guys have gotten on the Bengals combined, and it's not what it is for Joe Burrow. 
That's not the same for the Rams. These same media members voted Cooper Cup Offensive Player of the Year. Von Miller has been a Super Bowl MVP. He'd be the first two-time defensive Super Bowl MVP in NFL history. And Aaron Donald's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Multiple-time defensive player of the year. So there is a lot of narrative, storyline, star power type stuff on the Rams outside of Matt Stafford. Now, Stafford should, of course, still be the favorite for the Rams. But why I think that Cooper Cup's price is is crazy low for a receiver, but the reason it's low is because he is as certain of a skill position player to produce in a Super Bowl in a long time. He's only had less than seven catches in a game three times this season. That is just an absolutely insane number. And if he gets seven catches, by the way, he's going to set a postseason record for most receptions in a single postseason. So let's say Cooper Cup gets 10 catches in the game. Once he gets the seventh, they're going to be talking about him as a record setter and as extending his own record. And that record, by the way, was held by Travis Kelsey in the year that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So I think that Cooper Cup, with a player prop of 105, with setting a postseason record at once he hits seven catches, and he's hit seven catches in every game except three this year, I think there's going to be a real strong narrative for him. Now, if Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham uh, and Cam Akers get the touchdowns and it's just the catches in the yards, then Cooper Cup probably won't win MVP and it'll probably go to Stafford. But if he's double-digit catches, triple-digit yards, a postseason record, and a touchdown, I could easily see the Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup, winning MVP in this game. And it's getting bet down like crazy. It's at like 5-1 to one now. And 5-1 to one for a receiver is tough when 10 days ago you could have probably gotten it at 8-1. to one. I got it at 6.5-1. to one. I'm not thrilled with the price, but I he's going to be so involved that I think it's just a fun one to root for. So if you like the Bengals' money line, I would just bet Joe Burrow because I think Bengals' money line right now is about like plus 175, and you could get Burrow to win MVP at plus 235, plus 240. So I I don't see a Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Bates, Hendrickson, McPherson. Like, I've heard people try to make that case. None of them have sold me. So I would just, if you like the Bengals, I would just bet Burrow for MVP. If you like the Rams, I could see sprinkling on some other players outside of Matt Stafford. Because Stafford gets a ton of love, and he deserves to be the favorite. But there's a lot of other guys uh, in there. 312-644-6767 if you are a big uh, – if you've got a strong lean. I love that Sony Michelle play. And the McPherson over one and a half, just to circle back around to Rich's last uh, prop. I don't hate it. The only thing you're fearing is blowout. Like if the Rams get up big and Zach Taylor doesn't feel like field goals will help him, you're in a little bit of a – problem there like you need like a first quarter field goal for you to feel really good about that bet there are some McPherson props that I like a little bit more like I I like over 47 and a half yards for longest field goal of the game Matt Gay doesn't have a huge leg but he is kicking it uh in his home stadium and Sean McVay 
kicks field goals. These kickers have combined for 21 field goal attempts in the postseason so far, and McPherson has a monster leg. So I would, if I wanted a kicking prop, and I do, uh, I'd go over 47.5 on longest field goal made and maybe first Cincinnati kickoff for a touchback because McPherson, again, has a monster leg. Just in case, like if you think the Rams have the blowout potential, if they're up two, three scores, you know, there's not going to be a lot of opportunities for McPherson to kick, even though he's had an absolutely incredible – he hasn't missed a kick uh, this postseason. 312-644-6767. I'll go through all of mine uh, before we get out of here and turn it over to network pregame. We're chugging along. This is one of the longest days of the year, just waiting for this damn game to get here. Kickoff just after 5.30. It's the Parkins Playoff Show right here on The Score. Still more to do, um, you know, from a football standpoint for us. So, uh, you know, don't feel like we're at that point, you know, right now. Um, and I think the way Coach has this week planned out for us, I think he's going to have us primed and ready to go um, right when Sunday hits. So we're excited about that. Um, you know, is there anticipation? Is there excitement? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's what you dream of doing when you're a kid out in the backyard playing catch with your dad is, is uh, you know, going out there and getting a chance to play uh, in Super Bowl. So um, excited about that, um, not downplaying that. But at the same time, um, Coach has a great plan for us. We got a bunch of guys that, uh, you know, are veteran players who, uh, who understand how to get themselves ready to go play football games, and, and this one's no different. Parkins playoff show. Super Bowl is here. Not going to let the Zach Levine news get me down that he's going to L.A. to see a specialist for his knee, but he's still planning to participate in All-Star Weekend. Bulls trying to thread a very thin needle here. Alonzo injury, a Caruso injury, a Pat Williams injury, a Zach Levine injury. It's uh, it's not great. Uh, All can be fine, but, man, it is uh, treacherous out here. They have had a – for how good they've been, they have had some awful, awful injury. It could be worse. They could be season-ending injuries. But in terms of volume of injuries and length of time and games missed, it's been uh, it's been pretty ridiculous. I, I'm getting a lot of texts and tweets and, oh, we should just go against uh, Park Park. And, you know, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Know that this season I had a winning season. In the regular season, playoffs have been okay. Last year was fine regular season, disastrous postseason. Year before, best NFL season of my life. I've been trending pretty solid. I've been trending pretty solid recently. And I'm thinking pretty good. Uh, I'm, th- I'm feeling pretty good anyway about the Rams. The scary thing for me about the Rams is that damn near everyone is on the Rams. But I have been uh, – I'm just going down with the ship. I bet against the Bengals in the Titans game, the Chiefs game, and I'll be doing it again today. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a weird situation to it's – like, it's like when Tom Brady has cost me money, which he has plenty over the last five seasons. Um, where it's like everyone in the world is talking about Tom Brady. I'm betting against Tom Brady. Tom Brady keeps proving me wrong. I feel like I'm just transferring. If Joe Burrow wins this game, I will just be transferring the money that I feel like Tom Brady owes me, and I'll just Venmo request Joe Burrow uh, for the for these playoffs. But that's where I'm at, 
And I'm on, let's see what, so I've got Cooper Cup for MVP, Cooper Cup for first touchdown, Rams to win uh, and cover both the first half and the second half, under for the game, under on Jamar Chase, uh, first half receiving yards, McPherson, first kick to be a touchback, first kickoff to be a touchback, I should say, longest field goal, over 47 and a half yards. I put in uh, Sony Michelle, and it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day because that listener, uh, I think it was Mike, forgot his name, I apologize, over five and a half receiving yards. I love it when a uh, member of the mob can start putting out some winners. But, you know, we'll have about 15 bets out. I put a 10-bet video out at Bet Rivers. You can follow the old Twitter account, at Danny Parkins. But it's uh, – it's a bittersweet day. Football season is coming to an end. I will say, uh, I didn't watch a single advanced uh, commercial screening. I saw that there's a big Lebowski-inspired thing. I saw that Jim Carrey is reprising his role as the cable guy. Wasn't a big fan of that. But this is like right in the wheelhouse for me for a Super Bowl halftime show. And I normally never care about Super Bowl halftime shows. But I, I own Dr. Dre the Chronic and Chronic 2001. And I had, like, three Eminem CDs. So, like, of the nine CDs or the ten CDs in my entire life that I've owned, 50% of them are performing at halftime. Like, this is very exciting. And Snoop Dogg is arguably the most likable person in entertainment right now. So I, I would not be surprised, frankly, if the TV rating, when it comes out tomorrow, if the TV rating was higher for the halftime show than it was for the game. Because Bengals have a small fan base. Rams have no fan base. Bengals have a passionate fan base, but it's small. And if the game is lopsided, I could easily see uh, the halftime show having a higher rating than any other portion of the game, which is a rarity, but it is possible. I do think Lose Yourself the first song. I do think Nothing But a G Thing will be played. Uh, so if you want to uh, wager with your friends, if you're going to a Super Bowl party, the, my annual piece of gambling advice, don't bet the coin toss on your app. Bet everything else on the Bet Rivers app. That's where I make my wagers. But find someone at the Super Bowl party to do heads and tails with. You should not be giving a, a sports book any juice on heads or tails. Set up some squares. My family, we do, a, uh, we do 15 questions. And everybody puts it down. Everyone puts in 10 bucks, And then, you know, whoever gets the most things right. So everything from will there be a score in the first uh, seven and a half minutes of the game? What will the first penalty of the game be? Will the first challenge be upheld or overturned? Uh, what the color of the Gatorade will be? How many total points will be scored in the game? Who's the winner of the game going to be? So we do like 15 things so that nobody can have the same. We put it all into a spreadsheet. Put in ten bucks a piece, fifteen people or so. Winner gets one hundred and fifty bucks. You know, just fun ways to incentivize uh, the Super Bowl. Because I've heard some people they're like, "Oh, I don't really care about this matchup. This is a fun matchup. It could be a blowout, but cherish it because we don't know when we're going to get baseball, and not everyone is an NBA or NHL fan, and we don't get any more football." for six months after today. The postseason has been so damn good that I am a little worried that we're going to get a dud of a game. And I know that that is like the roulette fallacy where if it's been black five times in a row, you're like, oh, I'll bet red. That's obviously not how it works. But 
these playoffs, there have been so many great games, the historic divisional round, close championship Sunday. It feels like we are due for a blowout. And I just, if there is a blowout, obviously I hope it's Rams over Bengals, given that's where my money is. But it's the type of thing where just give me a good game, have no real attachment to either of these teams other than the bets. So just rooting for a great game overall. I want to say thank you to Adam Stazinski for producing and making us sound good and getting us on the air for the Parkins Playoff Show. My two guests today were Ben Heisler and Nick Wright from BetSided and Fox Sports 1, respectively. And thank you to everyone who called in, texted in, DM'd uh, your bets, your picks. It's uh, They say it's the Super Bowl of gambling days of the year. That's why they call it the Super Bowl. But uh, another thing for Bears fans to think about, we hope that Justin Fields can beat Joe Burrow, and we hope that the new Bears stadium is anything like SoFi Stadium. So, network pregame takes over. I'm Danny Parkins. Talk to you tomorrow at 2. Parkins Playoff Show on the score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.